Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks so much for listening and joining us. The heart of Grace FM and Calvary Live is for you to be able to call in and talk to a pastor and ask your questions about the Word or things that are going on in your life. And I know for me, uh, one of the main reasons that I like uh, hosting is being able to talk about real things, you know, real questions and real issues uh, that are going on in your life. So if you ha- do have a question, the number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text. Uh, it gets right to me, 720-336-0897. Again, that number to text is 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. At our church, we're going through the book of Ruth, and this weekend we're in chapter one, and we see Naomi going back uh, to Bethlehem. She left because of a famine in Moab. Her son had died, both of her sons, and also her husband had died, and she's very bitter. She's very open and honest about her bitterness. And what I, I really like about chapter one is God pursues her in spite of her bitterness, and He allows her to be bred. Uh, in Bethlehem. He blesses her with companionship uh, with Ruth. They come back to Bethlehem at time of harvest, and all things that God is initiating redemption in uh, Naomi's life. And thankfully, God rescues us out of our bitterness. And maybe you've had a tough go and difficult challenges in your life, and you find yourself bitter. Uh, Jesus wants to come uh, to you and set you free from that bitterness. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Sam in Inglewood. Sam, welcome to the program. Hello. How um, are you? My question is, is I guess, just, are you ever too far gone to be saved, especially when you know better, but you keep sinning? Yeah, I, I don't think a person is ever uh, too far gone uh, to be saved, to, to repent and believe and, and be saved. And God tells us in his word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord uh, will be saved. Um, and we see the Apostle Paul um, in his, his life. Uh, he, he was Saul and he was persecuting Christians and killing Christians, and yet he turned to God, and God uh, saved him. And thankfully, it's never too late uh, to turn back to the Lord. Uh, we also think of the prodigal son, who had uh, definitely knew better, um, and had, had rebelled and walked away from his father, and his father was waiting for him to return and to forgive him. And that's the beauty of the gospel, is that if we're ready to, to turn to the Lord, uh, he's, he's more than ready to turn towards us. Because I guess I just keep thinking about, like, King Saul and how, you know, he sinned and he messed up and he continually messed up. And then there in the end, like, he tried to talk to God and God wouldn't even answer him anymore. Mm-hmm. 
You know, there's there comes a point in God's uh, economy where someone has hardened their heart, hardened their heart, and then God does uh, confirm that that decision. But only God knows when when that point is. Um, and I think the enemy wants to try to use that against people and say, "Well, well, you're too far gone. Uh, God can't forgive you." And the message of the cross is that Jesus died in order so that we can uh, be forgiven. So. Out of curiosity, do you feel like you're too far gone, or, or is there someone in your life that you're wondering is too far gone? No, I feel like I'm too far gone. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, I want to— I, I just in- feel like I deliberately disobeyed God, and I know better, and I just keep being too selfish. So I don't know if that is just a harden of the heart or what it is. It's like I can't die to the flesh, and I know that that's what you're supposed to do daily. Yeah. Well, thankfully, we're, we're not saved by works. We're, we're saved by trusting in the finished work uh, of Christ. And, you know, if we were saved uh, by our works, at, you know, at what point would we have done enough uh, to be saved? And, you know, and just talking to you for a few moments, I, I think the Holy Spirit does live inside of you, and that's why you feel conviction over sin. You know, if you were too far gone, you you wouldn't feel bad about your rebellion to God. You you wouldn't feel bad about disobeying uh, God. Um, and you know, God uses conviction in our lives to bring us back to Him. But Satan wants to use condemnation. Um, and in Romans eight one, it says, "For there is now therefore no condemnation for those who are uh, in Christ." And Romans five eight tells us that God demonstrated His love towards us uh, while we were yet sinners. Christ Christ died for us. And even when we sin and, and, and disobey, God is more than willing to, to welcome us back. You know, I'm a dad of four kids, and, and I love my kids unconditionally, you know, um, and they don't, they don't stop being my kids um, when, when they misbehave, and, and how much more so with God, you know? Yeah. So. Can I pray for you, Sam? Please. <laughs> okay, yeah. Father, thank you so much for Sam. Thank you for her courage to call in today. And God, I pray that you you would answer this question with your love. Um, we know that you love us unconditionally and that you died uh, for us. You sent your son to die for us and rise again and that you would confirm your love again to Sam and allow her just to return to you, to to come back to you, to feel your love, to feel your acceptance. We, we pray that also you would protect her from the lies of the enemy, that she's not good enough or she's too far gone or she's disobeyed uh, too much. And Lord, we know that the truth sets us free. So would you uh, speak to your heart with your truth and with your love in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for calling. Of course. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open. If you have a question about the Word or things that are going on in your life, the number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, if you would like to send a text, a question, or a prayer request, 720-336-0897. All of our lines are open and available. If you'd like to pick up the phone, be a part of today's show, 303-690-3000. Today's show, I want to be reminding you of the story of Naomi and the story of Ruth and God's redemption in Naomi's life, even though 
It had been touched by famine and by death, and she felt that all was lost. She said, I was full and now I'm empty, but God in his grace uh, allowed for her her daughter-in-law, Ruth, to stay with her and stay committed to her. And then Ruth marries Boaz, and then God uh, blesses with a child. And God pursued Naomi out of her bitterness. And I know bitterness can be such a cage and such a prison. And maybe today you're struggling with, with bitterness, and God would want to set your heart uh, free from bitterness. Feel free to call in. We can pray together, 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can text 720-336-0897. We'd like to invite you to our services in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. We have a service Saturday night at 6 and Sunday morning at 9 and 11 with youth ministry and children's ministry on Awesome Bluffs and Academy. If you are out of state or out of town, you can also join us on our live stream at rmcalvary.org. We would like to welcome our listeners on the East Coast at Truth FM in Tennessee, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Thank you for listening. Also, Hope FM with Maryland, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Let's go to Dominic in Lakewood. Dominic, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, you bet. Uh, um, I just... I just had a, a bit of encouragement for Sam. Hopefully she's still listening. Um, just wanted to let her know that uh, a lot of us, I think, go through that, um, you know, go, th- go through that period of life where we've open- openly rebelled to the Lord and, you know, against the Lord. And, and so like, you know, we're not, we're not worthy to come to him anymore. We're not, uh, we're not fit. Uh, for the kingdom, and mm-hmm. we just have to remind ourselves, and I, I think that's why we need each other to remind each other that it's not about it's not about us, and it's not about how many mm-hmm. times we fall, but it's about what He has done. It's about the that's work right. that He has yeah. accomplished that He accomplished on the cross for us, and yeah, um, yeah. you know, and, and just to let that love really uh, touch your heart, and to to really mm-hmm. begin to. Uh, start from that point and just to know that you are truly loved and loved enough to die for. And, yeah. and uh, just to let that be an encouragement to, to help you uh, walk on that straight and narrow path. Yeah, that's a good encouragement. Thank you, Dominic, for calling in and, and sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. It really is all about the finished work of Christ and what he's done for us on the cross. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Um, also, uh, would you mind uh, praying for me and my family? Uh, so uh, my wife hasn't quite met the Lord yet, So, um, but I know that she's seen a change in me since I've been saved. So, um, okay, yeah. Just, yeah, I just need some prayer for, for my family to come together in unity and that I would uh, have the wisdom to lead them to the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah, let's pray about that. Father, thanks for Dominic and uh, for his wife. And Lord, we know that nothing is impossible for you and and you desire for everyone to come to know you. And we pray that you would intervene in in Dominic's wife's life, open up her eyes and her ears, give her hunger for you. Also, we pray for Dominic, uh, God, that you uh, would give him wisdom of how to to love his wife, love his family as a whole, 
Um, pray that they would come to unity in Christ, and uh, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yep, thanks for calling. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks for listening. Hope you're having a great uh, Friday afternoon. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Joe in Boulder. Joe, welcome to the program. Hello. How you doing today? I'm doing all right. Good. So, yeah, I had a question. Um, you know, I've been married a couple years, and uh, prior to our marriage, we were kind of involved in a religious group that uh, was unhealthy, and I happened to be her dad, who was kind of the leader of it, and uh, long of the short was, um, you know, he wasn't at a wedding and had a lot of major events in our life, and uh, we kind of had contact on and off, and um, he kind of seemed in denial about some of the stuff that okay. he's done that hurt us, and um, he wants to move forward pretty quickly in a relationship, and um, we sat down and talked to him in front of him about some things, and uh, I have personally, and I think sometimes I was in a, a good spirit, and sometimes I wasn't, um, but, uh, you know, he hasn't really taken ownership of anything. I don't know how repentant he is. He seems um, almost blind, and um, I'm just, uh, I don't want to be unforgiving forgiving, but, uh, you know, moving forward in a, a relationship with him, I, I want to make sure I have boundaries, and um, yeah. and uh, just kind of curious uh, having boundaries with, um, uh-huh. uh, like, reconciliation, if that's going to take place, or um, how to know if you've really, I guess, forgiven, and so right. that's kind of the question. It's a good question, and I, I get a lot out of Joseph's life and his experience uh, with his brothers. Because the best that I can tell, Joseph did forgive his brothers and maintained a a soft heart towards them. But when they came back into his life, he didn't just immediately move back into relationship. Uh, He put together some pretty deliberate tests to see if there was fruit and repentance in his brother's life. And then when when he saw that fruit of repentance, that's when the reconciliation uh, took place. And they were joined back into a relationship. And I think that's a a good example for us. It's given me a lot of guidance uh, in my life uh, is to say, do I have the the heart of forgiveness? Have I chosen forgiveness? And do I have a tender heart regardless of what their actions are? Choosing to forgive because Christ has forgiven me. But then also that it is necessary sometimes uh, for there to be boundaries uh, to see if there is the, the the fruit of repentance before there's reconciliation and there's there's harmony uh, in, in the relationship. You know, no one's no one's going to be perfect. You know, it's wrong to set up the standard of perfection or that I'm never going to get hurt again. Uh, but you're looking for a, a change of heart. Uh, you're looking for an understanding that of what they've done and an, an ability to be able to articulate it, you know, a brokenness over over what they have done. And, you know, through prayer and talking with your wife, I, I think that God can really show you what the appropriate boundaries are. But the tricky part is is getting and maintaining that heart of, of forgiveness and not doing those boundaries out of 
vindictiveness, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I've so. uh, I've wanted to have boundaries with them, and I, I think I've I've even uh, I've kind of had that thought where you know, well, you know, I forgive you, but like I don't trust you, and I don't mm-hmm. want to reconcile with you yet, and like I can see how that's. Um, can almost be used as like ammo towards them but at the same time um, I'm just trying to figure out how to communicate that with him because the last conversation I had with him was uh, about two or three months ago and his whole thing was wanting to bury the hatchet and um, you know I would bring things up and uh, it was um, yeah, I kind of already said this but um, it was like he was he was almost um wanting to get everything to a place rather quickly without um, really having to completely uh, deal with things. And I think I almost didn't have a boundary, so I I don't know if I communicated uh, anything to or I don't know if I communicated to him uh, transparently because now I think mm-hmm. he's under the impression that, um, you know, our relationship is uh, um, in a... I don't know what the best words are, but our relationship right. he, moved forward and past that right. stuff that happened. But I'm, I'm not trying to dwell on that on the on the things that happened. But I'm just, uh, I don't know if I handled, um, handled my last conversation with him appropriately. So I'm just, there's a good chance I'm gonna yeah. see him in a, in a couple of weeks, and I'm just, uh, I'm, I just I don't know really what to say to him if I if I see him. So yeah. But, well, you know, these things are really difficult, and I think it's it's very common to, um, in an initial conversation, maybe have not said all that you've desired. And I, I would pray through, you know, having another conversation and even uh, and in articulating to him, you know, there, there's some things that, in hindsight, I didn't say and that I, I, I needed to say, uh, and really read through the story of Joseph and and as you do that in Genesis, um, really seek the Lord. Do have I forgiven? Do I have the the heart of forgiveness? And it, is there necessary boundaries? And if so, Lord, show me what what those are. You know. And then, as a husband, uh, you know, this is more practical. I would, you know, tread lightly and rely upon your wife a lot in this. You know, with it being her her dad, you definitely want to to be walking together. Um, as you sort out, you know, where the boundaries should or shouldn't be. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, let me pray for you, okay? All right. I appreciate it. I'll definitely read more into to Joseph's life. I've kind of contemplated that before, and definitely a powerful, powerful story. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for Joe, and I thank you for his his relatively new marriage still, and what you're doing in their lives. And Lord, we do pray for complete uh, reconciliation and restoration, uh, Lord, with uh, his wife's father. And uh, we pray that you would uh, give give real wisdom as they seek you on how to navigate this, and that you would bless them with the heart of forgiveness and show them where there may need to be um, boundaries as well. So we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for calling. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. If you've got questions about the Word or things going on in your life or prayer requests, 
The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Debbie in Aurora. Debbie, welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, Pastor Cartier, um, I have a question. I have a friend, a Christian friend, who told me something today, and in the scripture I never, ever understood it to mean what he said it meant. I'm driving, so I don't have the scripture in front of me, but it's in Revelations. It's, it's uh, letters that were written to the seven churches, and one of uh-huh. them uh, was the church where they were told that I something about them, not rather you not be cold or hot, Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember the whole scripture, but something about I will spit you out of my mouth, yeah. um, kind of thing. But anyhow, my friend told me that according to the, what he's learned about the Hebrew language, that back in the um, Old Testament, that people oftentimes wore pots on their head to keep themselves warm, and so he had understood that it meant that being the warm part or the hot part was to stay warm, and the cool part was to be refreshed, which I don't really get that because then that doesn't explain the part about, I will spit you out of my mouth. Right. Yeah, so it's Revelation uh, 3, uh, verse 17, and mm-hmm. Jesus is writing to the church of Laodicea, I'll just go ahead and read that verse. He says, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold or hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Um, And when Jesus says that I will vomit you out of my mouth, it's not that Jesus is saying, I'm rejecting you forever, but I'm getting your attention so that you'll return to me. Um, And this is a spiritual state where we can find ourselves sometimes where we're not uh, against God and haven't rejected God, but we aren't in love with Christ and, and following Christ, and we're just just lukewarm. And Jesus is saying, "I don't want you there." You know, if you were you were cold, you know, then then you'd get uh, in a place where you get tired of that and come back to me, or 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 be completely for me. Um, it's similar to in a marriage; you don't want a just a lukewarm uh, existence with your spouse. Um, and so I think it's Christ's corrective words to call us out of a place of complacency and to, to seek him. And I've never heard um, what your friend shared with you today. Um, well, neither. So that, me neither. So that may be, may be true, but I don't know necessarily how that would fit with the passage. That's kind of what I thought, and what you just explained is what I have learned, what I have yeah. come to understand. Okay. Yeah, me too as well, so— yeah. So then, um, also, could I get a prayer? I have a cousin that has was told stage four cancer, and he's doing chemotherapy. We, our family, we've been praying for him. But um, yeah. I didn't mean to call my church in Aurora and have them call pray for him. But um, I'll do it now. Yeah, you bet. And this is your cousin. Yeah, my cousin. He's um, okay. several years younger than me. He's like in his late fifties. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's pray for him. Okay. Father, we lift up Debbie's cousin to you, and as he's fighting cancer and stage four cancer, Lord, we know nothing is too difficult for you, and that you have the power to heal. And, and if you want to heal her cousin, we just ask that you would do that in Jesus' name for your glory and for your honor. And 
Lord, if that's not your will, we trust you as well. But uh, Lord, we do ask that you would bring healing and give wisdom to the doctors. Pray comfort for the whole entire family and that you would work through this, Lord, that you you would bring uh, life in the midst of this this tragedy and this difficulty. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Okay, have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs. The number is 303-690-3000. If you've got questions about things going on in your life or the Word or you need prayer, we do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000. Or you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Carmen in Aurora. Carmen, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you doing this afternoon? Good, how are you today? I'm okay. I um, I need prayer for my daughter. We were going to church, and um, I started getting skeptical with the pastor, the senior pastor there, because he claims, you know, he's uh, calling his um, economics, and um, started taking up a second offering, and kind of like speaking into existence type of situation. I'm okay. like, you know what? God is not broke, or if not, if you ain't got an offering, ask your neighbor for some money for an offering. I'm like, I'm not okay. gonna go and ask somebody to give me some money to put into the offering plate, you know? Right. Yeah. I do. I do. Um, do my. I'm faithful with my tithe in any extra, you know. But mm-hmm. um, I was like, Janice. Her name is Janice. I'm like, God is not broke. So you know what? I'm not coming back. So what are you gonna do? You. She goes, well, I'm coming here. I'm like, okay, do you? Because I'm definitely not. I know the truth, and it's not that. So, okay. So your daughter so, decided to stay? Yeah. And no, she finally, she didn't go. When she seen okay. I wasn't going, but I was going to church, she just stopped going to church. I go, no, we okay. can't forsake the assembling of togetherness. That's I right, go, there's yeah. another church. I go, let's go back to where they stay there. And then um, so her car messed up. There was always something. The enemy was always putting a roadblock for her because I will walk okay. and I will go look for a church. I, I'm that type of woman, you know. Right. I, have, yep. I got to be in you're church, Bible yeah. study. And I wanted so to you're... say okay. that um, God will touch her help to want to just go to church Sunday, you know. Yeah, let's let's pray about that, Carmen, and let's pray that God would, would touch her, her heart and She'd have a desire to get back in church, so right, yeah, because it's already been going on two months. She ain't been in church. Yeah, let's pray together, Lord. We thank, thank you. you for for Carmen and her daughter. We just pray for her daughter that uh, Lord that she would be touched by you uh, to want to be back in church, and that her bad experience uh, with, with church, uh, Lord, wouldn't keep her from from uh, finding a healthy church that loves you and and teaches your word and. And that she would not forsake the assembly uh, of the of the believers, God. We know we get so vulnerable when we're isolated. And so, uh, Lord, would you be with Carmen? Would you be with her daughter and touch uh, her daughter's heart? We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I just stumbled over your um, radio station. I usually wait for Gino DeRacy to start. Well, well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for uh, uh, you know listening and. If you're there in Aurora, if you haven't tried it yet, try Calvary uh, Chapel Aurora. Pastor Ed is a great friend of mine, and they teach the Word. It's a really solid uh, church. And, I, I know. And, I listen. I mean, that, that's my desire. Yeah. That is my desire, Calvary. Any one of the Calvary chapels, well, 
yeah. or wherever, you know, she does have right. a car. So yeah, we'll, we'll be praying for your daughter. You. God bless okay. you too. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you for joining me. Hope that you're encouraged and the Lord is meeting you and strengthening you. The number to call is 303 690 3000. If you've got a question about the Word, things going on in your life, love talking about real things, heart things, 303 690 3000. 303 690 3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Please stay with me. We're going to head to a break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303-690-3000. This is Pastor Eric at call at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. Also, you can send me a text at 720-336 uh, 0897. I'm going to take some text questions that have come in. It says, Hi, Pastor Eric. How do I keep a heart of flesh when everyone is acting so silly, even fellow believers? I find myself getting hard. This is a great question. I think it's something that we all struggle with. Um, and three things come to mind. Uh, the first is to keep your eyes on Jesus. You know, when we get our eyes on people, circumstances, even ourselves, I know that our hearts, my heart starts to get uh, really hard. So keep your eyes on the Lord. Uh, The second thing is stay in the Word. Uh, The Word of God is what softens our hearts. So many times uh, when we're reading the Word, the Word just crushes our hearts, and and it's so uh, very important. And then being in worship, you know, taking the time to be thankful, to sing to the Lord, uh, to give gratitude and adoration uh, to to, uh, the Lord. So pray that the Lord would uh, soften um, your heart. Um, a text comes in, a husband's asking a prayer for his marriage. They've been married for over 23 years and his wife's having uh, an affair. Uh, he's praying uh, that the Lord would save their marriage, that his wife would repent, and that he would be able to forgive. So please join me in prayer uh, over this marriage. Father, I thank you for this listener uh, that has found out about the, this affair and Lord, we ask that you would do the supernatural, that you would bring life where there's death, and that you would save this marriage. I pray for for the wife, Lord, that she could just come to a place of realizing her actions and and turn from sin and turn uh, to you, God, uh, that you'd give the husband the ability to forgive and give him real wisdom, soften their hearts towards you and towards one another, and protect them, Lord, from uh, the attack of the enemy. So we lift them up to you, and we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go back to our phone lines. Let's go to Maddie on line three. Maddie, welcome to the program. Well, I'm Madeline. Madeline. I'm calling because uh, uh, June the 1st, I moved to this, from one nursing home to another, because I was told that this place was better and this and that. And it might be, but not for me. And I've been so unhappy and I would like to know if people would. I'm already a 
an 86-year-old woman, and I, I okay. want to be happy the rest of my life. I'm a born-again Christian, too. Yeah. So uh, I would like to ask everybody that's listening to please pray, say a prayer for me that they will accept yeah. me back at the other place again. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Well, I'm sorry you're going through this, Madeline, and uh, let me pray for you, okay? Yes, please. Okay. Lord, I thank you for, for Madeline, and uh, thank you for your presence with her. Jesus, you told us that you would never leave us or forsake us, and may she feel your presence uh, so strong in her nursing home this afternoon. And God, would you please, if it's your will, just open up the door where she can get back into her old uh, nursing home, uh, and that you would really do a breakthrough in her situation. Uh, so Lord, would you rally around her and give her strength? In Jesus' name, amen. The people to pray for me. Yeah, I sure will. I sure I will, Madeline. Right now, in the in the radio, to please. Yeah. Whoever is listening, to please say a prayer for me. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. We'll we'll get that word out and share that prayer request. Okay. Well, God bless you, Madeline. Thanks for calling. So, all of you that are listening, as you hear that a prayer request, please put Madeline down on your prayer request that she could get back into her old uh, nursing home. You are listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. Feel free to call in with your questions about the Word or things that are going on in your life. Also, you can send in a text uh, question or prayer request, 720-336-0897. The text question reads, Hi, I have a friend who's struggling with sexual immorality. She knows what 1 Corinthians says, that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. As a single person, uh, she struggles and has tried to repent. What are some other scriptures that I can share uh, with her? Uh, two scriptures come to mind. Uh, the first is Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of, of your mind. And based on God's mercy and his grace, encouraging your friend to uh, offer uh, their body to the Lord as a living sacrifice. And then also Zechariah 4, 6, which is a, a promise that it's not by power or by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And that uh, they would really rely on the spirit and walk in the spirit, which means that asking the Holy Spirit to give them guidance and help to be able to say no uh, to sin. And so uh, we'll be praying for your friend that God blesses them and, and meets them in a, in a special way. Another text that has come in says, Could you please pray for my cousin, Preston? He was in a motorcycle accident and is now in a coma. So let's pray for Preston. Father, we lift Preston up to you and Lord, we know that uh, nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing is impossible. Lord, I've seen you do great work in people's lives that are in a coma. And we pray for Preston, Lord, that you would touch him and that you would heal him. Uh, you give the doctors wisdom. And you give comfort to the family. Uh, we lift them up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Three thousand. Also, you can send a text uh, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Shelly in New Jersey. Shelly, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you I, doing? 
thank you. Hi, actually, my name is Jerry. Jerry. Okay, sorry yeah. about that. Okay. We got mixed up right. somewhere there. Uh, that's right. Um, I have a question. I often wonder, during Judgment Day, at the Great White Round Judgment, when the sinners go before the Lord, will the believers be there? Will we be, will we be viewing that? That's a good question. You know, we know as believers we don't go through the great white throne judgment. Uh, right. That that, right. But, uh, you know, I, I'm i not sure uh, that we know for certain uh, whether we will, will be witnessing that uh, or not. Um, just in my perspective, it seems like there's a good chance that we, we, we could be because of the flow of Revelation 20. Um, in, in Revelation 20, we see Christ ruling for a thousand years and believers ruling with Christ, uh, and then Satan being judged, and then the great white throne judgment, and then the new heaven and a new earth. And it, it kind of feels like to me, because we're ruling and reigning with Christ, that we would be present uh, as Satan is being judged and, and witnessing the great white throne judgment. But I don't know that we can say uh, that for sure. Because I was just thinking about, I mean, we're all familiar with Revelations, but thinking that, like, I know there's no tears in heaven, but if we have loved ones that didn't make it, would we, wondering, I guess things just kind of, wondering in your mind, would we recognize them? Right, That would be an awful thing to know where they're going. I, I, I I just, I often thought about it. And was wondering, yeah. and I wasn't sure. So. You know, and it, it's it's interesting too, Jerry. That says that that God will wipe away our tears, and there'll be no more. So there there does seem to be a moment there where there is some sorrow and some tears. And I, I've often wondered if that is because of realizing that there's some loved ones that aren't there. You know. Um, yeah. And I don't. Yeah. And I and I don't think we'll be living in sorrow for all of eternity because. Christ will wipe away our tears and there'll be no more. But there does seem to be a moment there of of, of some type of sorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So that's interesting. So Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Enjoy the show. God bless you. Well, thanks for listening. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. We do have all of our lines open. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text Seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. To piggyback off of the last caller, um, you know, it it should move us to be reminded uh, about having a heart for the lost and those that don't know Christ as our Savior. And sometimes in our lives, we get so caught up with all of our responsibilities and we get overwhelmed with our difficulties and our challenges that we forget there there's people that don't know Christ and there's people that are going to spend eternity separated from God, and and to allow God to break our hearts afresh for those that don't know uh, Christ as their Savior. Again, the number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, uh, 720-336-0897. We've got some texts that have come in. It says, Hi, Pastor Eric. I listen uh, to you frequently on Grace FM and pray for your continued ministry and hedge 
a protection and provision for your, your family. Thank you so much. We, we really appreciate that. Um, my question for you is, how do you uh, identify specific demons in person? What is it like to, uh, to cast uh, out demons? I have two family members that truly have demonic spirits in them. I think anger, shame, guilt for my sister, and anger and unforgiveness and judgment in my brother. So this is a, an interesting question in terms of, you know, how do you identify specific uh, demons in, uh, in, in person? Um, is oftentimes we can see uh, the work of the enemy and how he's bringing deception and wanting to kill and steal and destroy. Um, and even if we don't know the particular demon, uh, I don't know that if that is necessarily the focus, but the focus being, okay, I realize that I'm under spiritual attack or a family member is under a spiritual attack. And, and the scripture tells us to submit to God, to resist the enemy, and he will flee from us. And I think one of the practical ways that we resist the enemy is uh, through prayer and fasting. You know, in this this specific instance where you uh, feel that, you know, Satan is having a field day on your sister and brother, I think the best thing to do to, to wrestle in this spiritually is through prayer and fasting. So let me pray for you and uh, pray that God would, would strengthen you. Father, I thank you for this listener and Lord, this, this text. And uh, we know that the enemy is real and the enemy does love uh, bringing havoc in, in families. And so God, we lift up his brother and sister to you. And ultimately we know that all of this is going to be unlocked through the knowledge of Jesus. And so Jesus, would you be gracious to reveal yourself to them, to bind the work of the enemy in their lives and truly set them free. And we thank you. And we praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Let's go back to our phone lines. Let's go to Anna on line one. Anna, welcome to the program. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm good. I just have a quick uh, prayer request. My, uh, my lifelong um, best friend, she had just actually um, lost her mother on Saturday. Um, mm -hmm. So they're going through a lot right now. So I don't know, just prayer for them as they're grieving and um, just to comfort her family. Yeah, absolutely. Lord, let's, let's pray together. Okay. Father, we lift up Anna's friend to you. Um, and as uh, uh, the friends lost her mom, Lord, we know that that is a huge loss. Lord, it just breaks our hearts uh, to, to lose our parents. And we pray that you give comfort, that you give peace, and, and that you, Jesus, would just provide still waters and green pastures and that you would set a table uh, before them and really walk uh, with them through this valley. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. God bless you, Anna. Bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. If you've got a question about the Word or things that are going on in your life, a prayer request, we're going to continue with our phone lines. Let's go to Jordan in Denver. Jordan, welcome to the program. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing Good. Good. Uh, but I need some help from the Lord. Okay. Yeah. I ha need a prayer um, because I lost my job two weeks ago, and um, I need a new job. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's pray for you. Father, thanks so much for Jordan, and thank you for your love and for your, your care for her. And Lord, we're very dependent upon our jobs, and we know that 
you're the one who provides work and gives us the ability to work. And so would you provide a job for Jordan and just, Lord, help her uh, to know where to look, what doors to knock on. Lord, just just bring uh, divine interventions in her life as well and encourage her. So, Lord, we just ask that uh, by your grace that you would provide her with work. And we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Well, thank you for calling. We'll be praying for you. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. All of our phone lines are open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. A few text questions that have come in. Why do thoughts have feelings? The enemy tries to bring feelings to change what I'm saying. Is It's horrible. Uh Please pray I get delivered for good. So, yeah, uh, emotions and feelings can be a powerful thing. And it, it is uh, important to realize, um, you know, if your your feelings are taking you in a direction that's contrary to the Lord or, or maybe you say something and, and then someone takes that in the wrong way. Um, so let, let's pray over this. Lord, I, I pray for this particular uh, listener and just ask that, uh, God, that you— um, would help them in this area of their feelings uh, and allow the truth to trump their feelings and that uh, your truth would set them free. So, Lord, we lift them up to you and uh, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Text question that has come in um, it says, How do you pray for someone who is in uh, uh, pornography? Is there a class for women uh, at the church? Um, so, I think uh, praying uh, for someone who is in uh, por- pornography, uh, a couple of things come to mind. Um, and the first is to really pray for a fresh revelation and knowledge of uh, Jesus Christ. Um, you know, I think when we get into any type of sin, uh, we've lost sight of, uh, of Christ. Um, and then also praying for honesty and transparency. I think especially with uh, sexual sin, um, it's very easy uh, to be in a place of hiding. And so it's it's good uh, to, to pray that they could be open and, and, and honest. Um, you know, as far as uh, is there a class uh, for women uh, at the church? I know at times uh, at Rocky Mountain Calvary, we've offered Bible studies in our women's ministry uh, in the area of, of sexual purity and sexual integrity. Uh, there's a ministry that I would recommend that is directed towards uh, women in this this area, and it's called Authentic Intimacy. Uh, Authentic Intimacy, and, and it really deals uh, with this from a, a women's perspective and a women's uh, focus. And uh, you could look them up online, and I think it would be a great uh, a resource. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, pray. I know that there's a prayer need uh, behind this uh, text question. Lord, I lift up this listener that sent in this this question about, you know, how to pray for someone who's in pornography, and it seems like that there's someone in their life that's very dear to them that's in pornography, and we know that pornography is such a hideous trap, uh, Lord, for both men and and women, um, uh, and we pray for this individual that's ensnared that you, by your grace, would set them free. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name, Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000.
Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Texts that have uh, come in. Uh, it says, Blessings, Pastor Eric. I'd like to lift up the upcoming Expositors Collective and all the speakers and future church leaders. This is a, a great a prayer request. Uh, for those of you that do live in Colorado, this is going to be at uh, Calvary Aurora a week from today, and it is targeted towards those that are 18 to 34 that have a heart to learn to teach uh, God's Word. So you can still sign up for that if you'd like to be part of it, and let's do pray over this. Lord, we pray for the Expositors Collective, and Lord, we pray for just future leaders that have a heart to serve you and to teach your Word, that you would stir them and bless them and just uh, enable them to be at the conference. We pray for all of the speakers, Lord, that you'd really give them the message and the time and the insight uh, to be able to to share. And so, Lord, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Our lines are open. We do have about nine minutes left on today's show, so it's not too late uh, to call in and be part of today's show with your questions, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Mike on line one, and you're Ray. Mike, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you, Pastor? Good, how are you doing? Um, I'm good. Um, so I just had a question uh, about, uh, I've been following along with Pastor Ed on the on what I, from what I hear on Grace FM, and he's been going through Kings, and uh, there, he, there, he's in the discussion of uh, where Shimei and the story of Shimei and David, where Shimei is throwing rocks and hurling insults at David. And then uh, finally, when things settled down and David uh, anointed or crowned king, uh, Shimei comes to him and asks for forgiveness. And, and David, see, you know, David grants him that. You know, he doesn't let, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the, his, his, uh, general wants to kill him and david's like no you know don't do that but i've read ahead and i know that later on when david's on his deathbed he's giving solomon you know advice and things like that and he at that point he tells solomon to give shimei a bloody death and i'm wondering what's going on there i wonder if you might have any insight into that yeah so my thoughts on that um is as david was coming back into Jerusalem and, and Absalom tried to overthrow him. Uh, it was a, an important time for David uh, to be gracious and not to be vengeful. Uh, and then when Solomon was uh, setting up his kingdom and in his reign, I think that David must have known that Shimei really hadn't uh, repented and really sought the destruction of Solomon uh, and had watched uh, Shimei's life after being forgiven and saying, hey, he's a real threat to the throne, and so you need to go ahead and deal with it. Because in that section where David's talking uh, to Solomon, he seems to kind of go through uh, potential threats and uh, you know, and saying these are real things that need to be dealt with, so, so go and deal with it. Um, so that's kind of how I view it or how I've unpacked it as I've, as I've studied it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so. that's, that's all. I, just, uh, I was just curious about that. Yeah, you I, bet. I was really, that really sounded weird when I first read it. It was like, whoa, David, you know. Uh, yeah. I know I know that guy threw rocks at you and stuff, but you really, really don't like him. Uh, and then and then after having forgiven him earlier, um, 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. There. Mu- yeah, I think there must have been something in Shimei's character that showed, man, he's still yeah. really after the throne. So, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, that's it. Thank you. You bet. God bless you. Bye bye. Yeah. You too. Have a good day. Yep. You too. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We've got a few more texts that have come in. Uh, I'm requesting prayer. Our family's going through a rough time, health, employment. Uh, My wife, Jeanette, and her mother, uh, may the Lord um, bless you abundantly. Uh, So also turmoil at my place of employment. So yeah, let's lift up your family. Father, this family's going through a hard time. Uh, Health and employment, it sounds like... His wife's going through a hard time. His mother-in-law is going through a challenge. And, and then also there's there's turmoil. Uh, there are places of work. And Jesus, you're the Prince of Peace. God, would you really come to them in a, in a special way uh, and bring peace, bring provision, or if it's your will, touch them physically and bring healing to their bodies. Lord, I just sense that they're discouraged. And I pray that you would refresh them. Uh, Lord, send believers their way to encourage them. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, may you remind them uh, that they're loved, God. So would you bless this family and just uh, put your restoration upon them. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live. Uh, The number to call is 303-690-3000, Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. We've got a text question that has come in. Which son of Noah helped populate the North American continent? So this is a great question, and I don't know. I don't know the answer uh, to that question. I would encourage you to go to gotquestions.org and see if you could look it up there. Um, but I you, I don't know which son off the top of my head uh, did populate the, the North American continent. So thanks for sending in that Uh text question um, as well. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Just have a few minutes left here. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. A text question that has come in, it says, what is Gnosticism? And there's a great uh, article on gotquestions.org that explains Gnosticism uh, in detail. But uh, in summary, um, uh, you know, the word uh, Gnosticism, um, uh, the Greek word gnosis means to know. uh, And so they claimed uh, to possess a a higher knowledge. Um, And then also they thought that this higher knowledge uh, was mystical and and a higher plane of existence. Uh, They saw themselves uh, as as a privileged class um, they they really uh, downplayed uh, the the physical, and so a big part of this was they rejected the teaching that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. And as you're reading the New Testament, you see such an emphasis on that. You know, Jesus wasn't a spirit; he he came in human flesh. He was all God, uh, and he was all man. Um, and so, I would encourage you to go to gotquestions.org uh, and learn more about Gnosticism. But that's a little bit in a nutshell there uh, about Gnosticism. Would like to encourage all the listeners, if you meet people that uh, seem to want to portray that they have a higher knowledge or they've got an inside uh, track with God, and you know, if you do this thing, then you too can have this knowledge or you take this class and 
they they tell you things that, that flatter you like i notice you have a real desire to grow and this upper echelon bible study is for you um be careful you know uh that oftentimes uh, is is a sign of a, of a false uh teacher you know God is very good at taking truth and putting it on a level where we can all understand. Uh, you know, he puts the cookies where we can all reach them, not not up on the shelf. And really uh, be examining someone that, that is telling you that there's some kind of hidden revelation and they're not directing you to um, the Word of God. So you're listening to Calvary Live uh, with Pastor Eric Cartier. Um, a text question that has come in says, does God ordain unsaved marriages? My husband and I weren't saved when we got married, but are now. Uh, This is a great question and I'm almost out of time, but the answer is yes. God honors the institution of, of marriage. Even when two unbelievers, uh, get married, they're still entering into God's, uh, institution. And so by all means, God does honor your marriage, even though that you, uh, were un, unsaved when you got got uh, married, and praise the Lord that you are saved now. So, uh, praise the Lord. So, thank you guys so much uh, for listening to Calvary Live today. It's been great uh, to be able to be with you. Want to remind you of two things as we head into the weekend. First, the Lord loves you, and the second is the importance of being in God's house. So, so make time to gather with believers. Thanks again for listening. Have a great weekend. God bless you. Bye bye. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.